In Plato's Apology, Socrates is quoted as saying, You have often heard me speak of an oracle or a sign which comes to me and is the divinity which Miletus ridicules in the indictment. This sign I have had ever since I was a child. The sign is a voice which comes to me and always forbids me to do something which I am going to do, but never commands me to do anything. And this is what stands in my way of my being a politician. This is the story of Socrates' demons. It burns! Oh, it burns! They're coming to get you, Barbara. I'll swallow your soul! Hello and welcome to the Real Demons of Pop Culture. I am James Zipolitti, your host and your guide to the underworld. You also may know me as Dr. J on TikTok. And if you don't follow me, I'm at James Zipolitti on TikTok. And it's kind of blowing up over there because I'm getting weirder and weirder with my silly stories. And that's pretty much what I am on TikTok, just joking around, having a good time. But a lot of people take me seriously, and that's even... More entertaining for me, I think. Chris, uh, who's the artist working on the coloring book, has released his King Payman drawing. I'm going to put that in this week's newsletter. So if you haven't gotten on my newsletter yet, just go to the show notes and sign up for the newsletter. And I'm going to send out his drawing of King Payman or Payman from Hereditary. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you can go back and listen to that episode. I also have a zine coming up with my friend Regina. Regina St. Clair, who's an author, and she also has a YouTube channel, Regina's Haunted Library. And it's going to be short horror stories and just articles on horror. And it's done in a really fun punk rock 1980s style zine. Like we are going bare bones and everything just drawn by hand and typed up and everything like that. And we're going to mail it out. More on that later, but it's going to be cool and it's going to be affordable and it's going to be fun. And you're going to want to have that mailed to you. And if you enjoy this show, please rate and review in the app you are listening so that we can get bigger events on this show. I can put more into the production and have a lot more fun and actually put out some more podcasts. So please go to the app you're listening to, leave rate and review, uh, and then I'll read the review on the podcast. So if you write a review, let me know. Find me on Instagram at James underscore Ippolitti or Twitter, whatever you want to do with James Ippolitti and let me know you left a review. I'll read it on the show. Now let's get into the magic number. Yeah, I know that's what you were all waiting for. Oh boy. Calm down, everyone. Let's get into the magic number. Well, there it is. The magic number sound. All right. So. What does that mean? It means I'm going to count down three, two, one. We're going to have a little bit of silence while I think of the magic number. You're going to use your mind reading abilities and try to guess. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to reveal what that magic number is. Magic number is between one and 50. Here we go again. Three, two, one. All right, write that number down and I'll reveal it at the end of the episode. Why do I come and do this every week? 
What is my purpose? You know why I come in every week? I want to light a candle in the darkness of Hades and reveal the real demons that we see in our pop culture and let you know that they're actually not that scary and they're a lot of fun, actually, and also very inspirational. If you want to get some ideas for art, creativity, all these demons inspire me to get up in the morning and create cool things. Today, we're talking about Socrates' demons. It's going to be a little bit more than that, but this is the spark. In the opening of this episode, I read what Socrates says about his demons. It's actually a demon, not demons. And it was pronounced in Greek, it would have been daemon, uh, daemonia. So I think I'm saying that right. Daemon or daemonia. Daemon. Daemon. I don't know. It's very melodic saying it like that. But it didn't mean evil. That is something that came later when we got translating uh, to English. And now we have evil demons. But in the beginning, and we're talking about, if you listen to all my episodes and we talk about ancient times and I bring up daemon or demons, it actually just means a spirit. Some kind of supernatural spirit creature thing that could either do good things or bad things. Most of these are just like humans. You could be a good guy or a bad guy. That's what we're talking about when we talk about ancient demons. It's the daemon. Daemon! Socrates had this voice, and he even says he's had this voice since he was a child. And this is what we're talking about when we talk about his demon, this voice, hearing voices as a demon. The nice thing that Socrates brings up is he said that the demon or the spirit, the voice, would tell him what not to do. It would never command him to do things which is an interesting thought because we're going to get into these voices and what happens when you do listen to voices. Socrates basically said this stuff while he was on trial because he was on trial for worshiping false gods. And I, you know, here, here we, let me pause for a second because I was going to do this show. Oh, I did. I actually recorded this entire show and I didn't like it. And it was because I didn't have a direction. I kind of was going to talk a lot about the trial of Socrates and, and why he was on trial and what happened. But when I finished the episode, I was like, that's, that, it just went all over the place. And I realized that really what I wanted to talk about was the voice. And that's why I'm doing this and it's Wednesday instead of Monday. And I apologize. Um, but my company is called Gorilla Delphia because I do everything all on my own. I'm no trust fund baby. I don't have a whole team behind me. It's just me, myself, and I trying to put this stuff out. And I have a lot going on in my real world. So that's why we're a little late. And this stuff might happen. I might miss something like a newsletter one week. That's okay. Until I have a team that's working. Uh, and this is why you may want to leave a, what do you call it? A review because if the, the bigger the show gets, the more people I can put on board to help me get more shows out. I can't do this show every week. I could do it every other week. But if I had uh, a bigger team behind me, we could do a lot more. And so I need your help to spread the word and let people know about this show so we can get bigger and bigger and have events and all kinds of fun things. Live concerts with Dr. J. 
Who knows? I start it all over with this idea about Socrates' demon and the fact that it's this voice that was talking to him since he was a child. And this is nothing new, right? When we go back and we look at the prophets, if we talk about Muhammad or if we talk, even Jesus, you know, he heard a voice when he was baptized. And then we have um, Moses, Abraham, all these voices talking to the ancient prophets. And my thought is, what if every one of the people who inspired all these religions and things were schizophrenic? Is that possible? Because even Paul, the, the um, writer Paul in the Bible, I mean, he heard voices. That's what he even says. I didn't learn what I learned through man. I learned it through revelation, meaning he's hearing voices telling him what he knows. So this guy's running around hearing things and writing it down. And how half of the world's population believes what a bunch of schizophrenics wrote. And that's, I'm not saying they were, we have no proof of this, but schizophrenia is one reason why you might be hearing voices. And let's talk about some others. How about Joan of Arc, right? Another person who ran around hearing voices. But you might say, okay, but you know, what they did was important and was positive and everything like that. I'm not talking about the voice we all have in our head. We all have voices in our head that help us that most of the times is they're critical voices and they're probably no good for us. We, we need to rethink, you know, how they positive thinking and things like that. I'm not talking about your voice in your head that is helping you or harming you, right? You know when it's you talking to yourself. That's not the voice I'm talking about. I'm talking about the voice that is getting in your head and you think of it as something else talking to you. There's a very fine line there. And that's what we're talking about. That's the demon. That's the spirit that we're talking about. And when Joan of Arc's hearing something, it's not like her voice saying, Joan, you know, it's something in her head telling her this. So we have schizophrenic Joan of Arc possibly. Even in crime, let's give some examples. Like Son of Sam believed there was a demon in a dog. The dog was called Harvey. And Son of Sam does not mention what the demon was called. Although later on, I think he debunked this saying he made it up. But it's not the point. The point is that he says he heard a voice telling him to do the crimes. Then there's the Yorkshire Ripper. The Yorkshire Ripper ran around killing people because he thought they were um, dirty whores, I guess. I don't know. He, he was very much against prostitutes, as just like the original Ripper. Although the original Ripper, and I had brought this up before, was not really killing prostitutes. And if you want to find out more about that, there is a podcast called Bad Women, I believe. And it's based on a book called The Five, and it's about them. And the women weren't really prostitutes, so um, go check that out. But the Yorkshire Ripper said the voices came from God. There was Herbert Mullen, who had voices uh, that told him that he had to make blood sacrifice to nature to stop an earthquake, which is crazy. So he thought there was going to be earthquake, and he had to kill people to sacrifice them to nature to stop an earthquake. Not a good one. You don't want to listen to that voice. Then there was another killer from in the 70s, Anthony Sowell, who would black out, and he would say ghosts talk to him, and then he would kill 
In 2013, there was a French cannibal. It was a homeless man who heard voices, and he broke into this old man's uh, house, smashed his head in, cut out his tongue, and uh, ate it. So we can see that these voices are going into people's heads, and they do awful things. And then you could say, well, there's some that are listening to God, but even the people who are listening to God are doing awful things. What do you do when you think you hear a voice from God telling you to give your money to a charity? I mean, I guess you could. But here's the danger. Here's where I think the danger is. The belief in gods and demons also means that there is a possibility you believe that you may be hearing voices from gods or demons. And if that's true, then you may act on those voices. Voices being heard was thought of being divine until the 18th century. I mean, we're talking, that's pretty recent, right? You have all these people running around throughout history hearing voices, and it was like, oh, um, it's divine. An interesting thing, the word vocation is actually, you know, it's being called by God. Like a vocation has voice of God, being called by the voice of God. That's where we get the word vocation. So all this stuff is through inspiration, magic, occult, all these different things, religions, all have hearing voices as part of them. So like if you listen to magic and occult, there's voices being heard there. Even the word panic, and if you haven't listened, I have an episode on pan, but the voice of pan is kind of what the word panic comes from. So in my opinion, it's better to not believe in voices. Even if you think the voice is telling you something positive to do, if you're hearing a voice and you're convinced that that voice is not your own, that it's something supernatural speaking to you, then I advise to go talk to your doctor and see how they can help you. I don't see too much positive things happening from hearing a voice and you think it's divine. Because even if you think this voice is telling you to go give money to charity, next week it might say, oh, your neighbor's dog is a demon. You need to kill it, right? And poor Wolfie is murdered because you heard God tell you to kill it. Or God forbid you hear the dog talking to you and you think there's a demon in it and you got to kill it. Or the dog's telling you to kill somebody. Go see a doctor. Because... Whether demons are real or not, or whether God is real or not, believing in the voices could end up in a real bad thing. So you can't take them. There's no need to listen to a voice to do something. And that's the part where we're talking about Socrates here saying he would never be compelled to do something from a voice. In fact, it would only tell him what not to do. If he was going to go do something bad and he did do it, that was his own decision. But if he was thinking of doing something and the demon said, don't do it, then he wouldn't do it. I don't even feel like that's good enough. I wouldn't tell you, hey, if you're hearing voices and it tells you not to do something, I guess that's okay. But if it tells you not to eat ever, like to stop eating and God will take care of you, don't listen to it. If the voice says, don't drink water, don't listen to it. You need to drink water to live. So it's best to just assume you're kind of stressed and you need to get to a doctor 
and tell them you're hearing voices. And, you know, I bring this up as a demon because I occasionally would do little stories on TikTok where I talk about somebody who basically blames it on the devil. The devil made me do it kind of thing. And there are so many news stories out there. And it's so sad that people are hurting their children or their loved ones or even strangers because they either believed something was telling them to do it or they believed that that person was some kind of demon inside them. Stop that. Stop that. You can't, you do not hear anything telling you that somebody's a demon. I don't care how strong your belief is. You don't do it. You go to a doctor. If somebody is telling you that your neighbor is a demon, your dog is a demon, if you think you're hearing voices, see a doctor. This is almost a public service announcement episode. But as I was doing this research, it was just unbelievable how throughout history, we looked up to these people who were hearing voices. And, you know, there was so much slaughter when you think about it. When you talk about religious wars and people saying that the voices are telling them they're on the right side of religion, and, you know, how many people died because of those voices. Now, what's interesting is until, like, modern-day psychology and psychiatry, the Catholic Church had four classifications of hearing voices. So it was either uh, canonization, so you were like a saint, or you were possessed, or it was heresy, or it was witchcraft. So the Catholic Church really didn't give you too much. Like, if you look at it, there's like one category for saint, and that's going to be like, okay, he's hearing voices, and we agree with the voices, so we're going to say that's a saint. But if they hear voices and they don't agree with you, well, you're either a witch, a heretic, or you're possessed. That's another thing, this possession thing. You sort of are possessed. You're possessed by mental illness and you need to see a doctor, right? So if you're hearing voices and you think you're possessed, you're not possessed, you need to go to a doctor. But then the other part's sad. The Catholic Church running around saying, well, if you're hearing voices, you're a heretic, meaning you're hearing voices telling you something that our church doesn't believe in, we're going to kill you or burn you. Same with witchcraft. You know, if you're hearing voices and we don't agree with you, you're a witch and we're going to burn you. Hearing voices in itself is just mental illness. And I'm talking, I'm not talking about your own personal voice again. I'm going to make that clear. I hear voices, my own voice talking to me all day long, all day long. I hear voices tell me, don't go to work, stay home and go to the thrift store, you know? Because uh, that's a lot of fun. But that's me, you know. But hearing voices as a mental illness, you need to have that checked out. All right, so I'm going to give some examples of famous people who hear voices and whether I think it's a problem or not a problem. So Anthony Hopkins, he's an actor. He says, I've always had a little voice in my head, particularly when I was younger and less assured. He said, while on stage during classical theater, the voice would suddenly say, Oh, you think you can do Shakespeare, do you? And he added, recently, I was being interviewed on television, and a voice inside my head said to me, who the hell do you think you are? You're just an actor. What the hell do you know about anything? Now, to me, 
that is a critical voice. That isn't hearing voices in the scary way. That is something we all have. It, and, and what it sounds like with Anthony Hopkins, that's called imposter syndrome. And that's where you hear yourself telling yourself that you're no good. All right. How about Sigmund Freud, the father of psychoanalysts? During the days when I was living alone in a foreign city, I quite often heard my name suddenly called by an unmistakable and beloved voice. I then noted down the exact moment of the hallucination and made anxious inquiries of those at home about what had happened at that time. Nothing had happened. Now, this one's interesting. Because it's Sigmund Freud, he's, all, he's already like understanding that his mind is doing something, and he labeled it a hallucination. So they're called audio hallucinations. So this is good. This sounds like something that isn't his own voice. He actually heard something that seemed to be from outside him. I actually had that happen to me once. I was at my home that I grew up in, and in the hallway, I was home alone, and in the hallway, I heard this really deep, evil-sounding voice, and I can't remember what it said, but at the time, it sounded very audible. And I walked around, looked, nothing was in the house. You know, an audio hallucination. St. Joan of Arc. So Joan started to hear voices when she was 13, this is another common thing. A lot of people who are hearing these voices that we're talking about, usually it starts as a child. She believed these voices were angels and saints, messengers from God. While Joan was initially scared of the voices and felt unable to talk to others about them, she began to build a better relationship with them. Some of these angels appeared in visions as faces or sometimes accompanied by bright light. The voices commanded her to support the French army fight off the English. Age 16, she presented herself to the leader of the army and was ridiculed. A year later, she returned, but the leader took her seriously. Dressed as a boy, she went to lead hundreds of men into battle. Years later, she was burned at the stake as a witch slash heretic, which we just talked about, and she was declared a saint in 1920. This is an example of someone who I believe is schizophrenic and the belief now we know that you believe in something hard enough you can make it happen she believed in it hard enough so did the soldiers at one point and she helped i do not believe there was any kind of inspiration or actually divine intervention in that story so those are some examples of famous people talking about the voices and how i feel they're different than uh you know what the difference is between hearing voices that is your inner voice or hearing voices that is something else to get this episode out quick enough. We're not doing a little radio drama adventure with Dr. J. Maybe I'll release the adventure of Dr. J as a bonus episode, but the absurd adventure of Dr. J will not be appearing this week because I didn't have the time because of everything that went wrong. And we could blame that on Pazuzu. Uh, and there's an episode on Pazuzu if you want to listen to it. So that is my rant on Socrates' demons, meaning the voice that is telling you to do good or bad things. See a doctor if you're hearing it. And let's jump to that magic number. The magic number this week is 17. Thanks again. I really, really appreciate every single one of you who listen. Um, I don't know what you're doing when you're listening, but I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. And again, if you want to, if you really enjoy it, please help grow the show. The more, the more we get, could you imagine 
the real demons of pop culture, just all this silliness taking over the world, just be a lot of fun. I don't want to take over the world though, but I do want to grow our community because I think it's a lot of fun and we're all great people and we want to meet, meet and talk to more great people. And uh, that would be wonderful. Now I'll be back in two weeks with, well, it'll be a little less than two weeks since I'm doing this on Wednesday, but I'll be back the next episode. I'm going to do the Nephilim, which are the giants from the old, old Testament. Uh, we're going to talk about the Old Testament giants. Uh, a friend of mine, Paige, is the one who gave me this idea. And also, we're going to talk about the modern-day Euphrates River. And is it getting the, the level of the river is going down? Is there something going to come out of the earth, these giants, possibly? We're going to get into that in two weeks. So once again, thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful time out there in the world. Be kind to each other and peace. Be sure to follow me on TikTok at James Ippolitti. I'll be back in two weeks with a brand new episode. The Real Demons of Pop Culture is a Gorilla Delphia production.